Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 162 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian Angelo. Double Density is your home to tech tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo, since we last recorded last month, major news has happened. Uh, I've uncovered something super interesting in the world of video games, and I needed to share this one with you. Um, I don't know if you're ready for this, but I linked you to a Nintendo.com uh, a page that shows you my most anticipated game of 2021. Angelo, what is it called? Um, the calculator, Brian. It is a calculator app that retails for nine ninety nine. Thirteen twenty nine in Canada. Still kind of crazy though, right? Um, I think you may have something like this on your phone. I might, or I could just use the internet window to do that. Who opens up their switch to go? Let me do my taxes. No one. I was gonna say, don't you do your taxes with your switch? Your dad's an accountant. Ask him. No, I send him messages through ICQ, and like I, I give him all my info that way, and he just he totals it up on the other side. He he wants to be secure because ICQ is is end-to-end encrypted yeah you guys use that in telegram and parlor um do you remember when you were a kid i don't know if this is specific to the mcdonald's i used to visit as a kid but um they'd have a conveyor belt over the dining room to go to um get the the drive-through orders no i do don't know what, you, no, know what I, okay. I, you lived in the future i think i did yes and that's that's exactly how i give my information um every year to my father the accountant i do remember the pneumatic tubes there at the grocery store when i'd go with my parents growing up Oh, to suck the, the deposits in? Yeah. 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 I, I always asked him what the hell those were. My dad wasn't quite sure either because, I mean, he didn't really care about that stuff. So, uh, yeah, but then I, I, I realized years later, oh, that's what that was. They'd put little things in them and they'd get sucked up. The money, yeah, the money disappears and you just, uh, you, it goes into an office. Wasn't that in a, the plot of a movie with Nicolas Cage, I want to say? There's a lot of Nicolas Cage movies, so you'll have to be a little more specific. Something about Did you about see his Five Nights at Freddy's ripoff yet? No? What is that about? Well, it's basically he's the janitor in a Five Nights. He's stuck in a, like an amusement park? Yeah. What's it called? It's a movie called Willy's Wonderland. He, Willy's Wonderland, and he doesn't say anything in it. Oh, so is he just there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. it's something else. It's something else. I have not watched it. I've been watching. There's so much to watch now, Brian. I don't know what to watch anymore. I, I, I've, got, I've gotten like hooked on uh, the dark side of the ring. Oh, yes. We, well, you had, we discussed you had recommended that to right? me. Yeah, yeah, and I never got the chance to watch it, and then I noticed Dark Side of the Ring Confidential popped up, which is uh, expanded episodes of the first and second season, running up to now what started the third season, and so I watched all of those, I watched the ones that didn't get the confidential treatment, and then I'm watching the new season, which is uh, pretty interesting. Did you see the New Jack episode? Yeah. I didn't know who he was because I'd never oh, okay. followed EC. Like, I kind of knew what ECW was, but I didn't know all the wrestlers. I, I mean, I knew who Rob Van Dam was and uh, Sandman, I think, was one of them. And yeah, Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer. I knew those guys. But, like, and, and it basically would be more when they would cross over to WWF. Right. So at the time, I watched, I was actually a WCW guy. So it was weird. Really? That That's kind yeah. of surprising. Yeah. I liked WCW more. Uh, and I kind of stopped watching wrestling. I was, I was thinking about this before. When did I stop watching wrestling? And it was about the time when they uh, took over WCW and like, started doing like, the SmackDown brand versus the Raw brand. And there right. was too many wrestlers. And I, I kind of got lost there. Like, I, I vaguely remember John Cena showing up and Bautista was like now Drax. And he's awesome. Well, he's in a bunch of things too, right? He's yeah, I know, new, but um, I just I I I, I love movie. him as a draft. He's in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He's great. I'm a cinephile, you idiot. Of course, he's great. I, I know, I know, you know. 
But you're not an audiophile. Oh, we'll talk about that later. No, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, so R.I.P. Uh, New Jack, he passed away on this weekend, which is why I'm Oh, I didn't him. know that. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... I, like, just, he, I he, just learned who he was. He lived a very interesting and dangerous life. Well, I know. I mean, you see in the, uh, in the interview, you see his head and all the like, cuts he's had on there. Yeah, so. and all the ways in which he's almost killed people in front of like 14 people well yeah he, he like took a knife to a guy's uh, throat so he had a see like yes so another heart attack all these wrestlers all seem to die of heart attacks in their 40s and 50s correct i wonder why uh i mean like we can presume things about the way that hard done by people live their lives and yeah. being just and then some live a long time like i just you know what i watched last night uh the chic oh yeah I watched that documentary made by Canadians. I guess his business partners are up in Toronto. Um, interesting. The only thing that, like, there's one short thing that put me off was when they were talking about his daughter who was uh, sadly and tragically murdered by a boyfriend. And who did they get for an interview clip? Uh, Jimmy Snuka, who literally killed his girlfriend. Yeah. I was about to say, that's not a good look. No. So I think at the time it wasn't really well known or wasn't out that he had pretty much probably done it but uh what like <laughs> that that really kind of put me off but apart from that it was pretty good documentary i love documentaries the jimmy snooker thing is also covered in dark side of the Moon, i know right? that's how i knew it brian oh i see you were paying attention yes i pay attention so i learned i've learned lots about wrestling again i i, I was uh, i was quite the wrestling aficionado we've discussed this before i was at the montreal screw job you mentioned this like once a season, I feel like. Like when the, the leaves turn on the trees, it's Angelo's time to mention the Montreal Screwjob. I was right there, right in front of me. I saw Brett spit on Vince. You uh, got to see the Montreal Screwjob. I got abducted by aliens. This is, you know, a, a very interesting time to live in, right? You did. We're going to talk about the aliens uh, later, though. Like that's in the other part of the show. Unless you want to mix it up. No, if only you'd read the show notes. Oh. How do you... Mm. How, I put together show notes. You just all you need to do is like read and waltz in. Where, which, what, 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 which one abducted you aliens? That's not next on the list. Yes. Oh yeah, it is. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't put wrestling talk in there, but yeah, I recently got abducted <laughs> on a uh, an episode of Order of Podcasters, which is an actual play podcast that I play alongside Rob from Our Strange Skies, and we had a special guest of Sam from Not Alone. Um, who indicated that his next episode should be dropping sometime soon. So if you want to see. Me act what it's like to be abducted. You can go ahead and uh, visit and uh, join in our next live stream over on twitch.tv slash technofunkboy on May 26th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Angelo, I know you won't be tuning in because you can barely read the notes. Did you uh, watch Fire in the Sky to prepare for this? No, but I've seen it. Uh, not directly, but I mean, I, I have seen the movie. Yeah, it's, it's good to, uh, to, to like get into character. It is. Um, are you a method actor, Brian? Are you going to be actually uh, maybe go out into the desert tonight and wait for aliens to abduct you? Not that there's any desert nearby. I here. wish I could. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I wish I could drive to a desert and just wait around all night. Uh, no, Angelo, I am a method one actor, and that's a shout out to all of my Arrested Development fans. Now, moving forward to talk about something you really love, and I found a great twist to sort of like um, um, stab you in the back with. Uh, last episode, we talked about air tags, and I want to talk about how air tags can be very easily used to track and stalk people it's what spider-man does we talked about this <laughs> yes uh, as long as someone uh, is perfectly uh, okay with uh, connecting to um so 
the way that the technology works for air tags is that they uh, connect to uh, an adjacent uh, uh, Bluetooth source that has Wi-Fi, and uh, that is how it pings where it's its location. But it is so small, and the fact that you can leave um, an air tag in place for up to three days before it starts beeping, a little problematic. Yeah, they may have to change the way that behaves, but. I don't know. Are people really going to be using these to track people? Maybe. Maybe not. Are you, you kidding? Think? Of course people will. No, people. Have you, you been, know, it's the, the honor system, Brian. We will believe you when you tell me you've been vaccinated and you don't wear a mask. <laughs> we will believe but, you that you will not use air tags for nefarious purposes. That, so, firstly, the vaccine thing, very confusing, right? Because you're told if you're fully vaccinated in the United States, you can't wear your mask, but then you also can appear to be a, an anti-vaxxer too because... Anti-vaxxers, of course, d- dislike wearing any kind of mask. Though, ironically enough, some anti-vaxxers, because they don't want the germs of the vaccinated, are now wearing masks. What a time to be alive. I have not noticed any better reception on my phone. No, me neither. And we're both, like, halfway there, right? And apparently, like, yeah. an optimal time to wait is 12 weeks, so good news for us. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it kind of, like, Quebec fell ass backwards into this being right about stuff for one. It's very strange. We're not used to this. I mean, we're not as bad as the province of Ontario. You know, God bless our we souls. We were the worst for quite a while. We were, yeah. So and now when I say God bless our souls, good. what I mean is, is uh, Angela bless you, because you texted me <laughs> before the show, and what did you say to me, Angelo? Um, let me tell you. You'll, uh, you'll cut the waiting. Actually, oh, I no, just I'm not looked on my... It. I'm pulling out my phone, but I could have looked at yeah, it on you my, have, my you, computer. You have messages right there. Um, I wanted to write, Still good for 745-ish? And I forgot to know, and you made a huge deal out of it. Well, I mean, you I said, said still, still God. God for 745-ish. So was there an eight-minute or an eight-hour span in which you were granted the powers of God? It would have been pretty cool. But no, I What would not. you have done? If you had omniscient, you know, if you were like a, a deity, a, a being of great strength and power, what would you do if you were given eight hours? I would, first of all... Um, get rid of this whole COVID thing so that people could get back to normal. However, I would make it so that we would all still be allowed to work from home if we wanted to. <laughs> well, because you as an elderly millennial uh, are like the perfect hybrid or whatever, right? You're the the term is geriatric team. millennial, isn't it? Right, right. Yes. Uh, that's what, what the recent news is calling it, geriatric. But I'm not a millennial. I'm, I'm Gen X, aren't I? I'm like at the... I, I was always confused because I was like, I didn't really fit into Gen X. And then, like, Gen Y was a weird saying, and then they, that changed into millennial, because all of a sudden, if you're born 1980 or later, you're, uh, you're a millennial. And I was born in 1977, so I'm, like, in limbo. I think I'm Gen X, Brian. Okay, you're Gen X, but you're younger Gen X. You're not, you're not a grunge Gen Xer. No, that's it. I'm, like, at the tail end of Gen X. So, like, I'm the people that Gen Xers look down on. Oh yeah, so you're kind of like a you're you're almost an orphan. Yeah, it's weird. I'm uh, but like millennials think I'm old, even though they're like three years older than me. You are okay. You downloaded TikTok and then hated it, but now I like it. It's working well. I I find like now that I'm actually following people and liking things because the experiment you wanted me to do was to use it and have a for you page that was based on the overall overreaching algorithm of what people like. And what people like is garbage. Now that I like other stuff, I'm getting cool stuff on there. You are chuggy. I'm who? You're chuggy. C-H-E-U-G-Y. It's the new buzzword to describe uncool, untrendy people. 
It, it kind of replaced the, the idea of uh, being called basic. I'm not basic anymore? Mm-mm. You could be both. I think you're Chugi, though. <laughs> okay. Here, hold on. Let's, let's do this. Chugi list. Where did you hear about this word? The internet. I guess, see, the people like me that are Chugi uh, don't know about the word, and they probably think you're, I probably think you think I sneezed, and I'll say, okay, thanks. All right, so uh, here is a BuzzFeed list about 42 oddly specific things that I personally believe to be Chugi. Okay, let me pull that list up. Golden Retrievers. Okay. Um, like, am I supposed to like this or not? Yes, you're supposed to like Golden Retrievers. I'm not a dog guy. Okay, elementary school teachers. Watch I'm out. married to one. Uh, having IBS. No. Valentine's Day. Meh. The musical Wicked. I like the song Define Gravity. I don't know any songs. I think you win there. Uh, Harry Potter tattoos. None. I have no tattoos. I'm not cool enough for that. Jade Rollers. I don't know what that is. SantaCon. It's pronounced Santa Claus. <laughs> Cronuts. Coronavirus? The state of Virginia? I'm Canadian. The The Office merch. The Office was a great show. Graduating college in 2015. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is this is you. Verbal essence products. Really? No, not really. Uh, gender reveal parties. That's the so dumb. Sorry. Crockpots. We have one. The city of Nashville. It's cool stuff there. Good music. Oh, this one is definitely you. 27. Naming your dildo. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Pentatonics. The the group? The acapella group? The group, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cr- Chris Pratt. Why do people hate on the poor guy so much? Um, uh, is he that bad? I think we need to talk about which churches he goes to and what he does with his spare time. Yeah, I heard he's religious. Yeah, but the specific church he belongs to is very problematic. Is this like how Obama went to that one guy's church and like they got all over him? Yes, exactly. Uh, 32, improv troops. Yes, and? <laughs> uh, that's a real, real shout-out to all the true heads out there. The month of October, Angelo. That's my birthday, buddy. <laughs> guys named Matt. You worked for somebody named Matt. I know. Uh, men's hygiene products. Do you own anything like tactical? Like a knife or a flashlight? No, no. Like your soap has like yeah. a name like Rustic or Survival. No, but I have stuff from Harry's. The podcast, okay, so it's like the podcast uh, Razor Company. Uh, the 4th of July. This is a great improv to like segment, Brian. By the I way. know. This is great. 4th of July. Uh, the, July 1st yeah. wins. Okay. Uh, listening to NPR podcasts. Uh, no, they're not. They're too uh, like. They're not cool enough for me. Like I, I like indie podcasts. Sorry. <laughs> Pictures. Oh, so you don't listen to Joe Rogan anymore because he's on Spotify. I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in like five or six years, but no, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Pictures of fall of roads in the fall. That's cool. Uh, adding people on Facebook, which is not a thing you do. Nope. Uh, uh, the TV show Friends. I like Friends. It was fine. Okay. All right. So the good news is you're probably not Chugi. Me. Thank you. This was Probably a very not. important experiment. I hope people continued listening to this, or if not, just cut this out and put it at the end. Oh, no. I'm, I'm definitely leaving this in. Uh, Angela, let's talk about uh, uh, people that are the age range of millennial um, to, like, let's talk about my favorite boomer and your favorite boomer. Donald Trump? Donald Trump. Okay. I promise this will be short. But uh, <laughs> So he created a fake 
Twitter for himself on his website called From the Desk of Donald J. Trump. And like the idea is that you're supposed to go to his feed and subscribe to it to get like all the updates. Um, so we, I'm sure people have. They have, sadly. Um, but recently, um, on May 9th, he um, so there's like this whole scandal of the Kentucky Burgundy this year. The winner, like the horse was juicing. I don't know if you heard about this. Yes, I heard about it on the, the radio. Okay. <laughs> um, could you do me a favor? And I want you to read the, the message in, that, that Don J. Trump posted about this. 1 p.m. May 9th, 2021. So now even our Kentucky Derby winner, Medina Spirit, is a junkie. This is emblematic. Does he even know the word emblematic? This is emblematic of what is happening to our country. Capital C. Uh, the whole world is laughing at us as we go to hell on our borders, our fake presidential election, and everywhere else. I wish I could do a Donald Trump impression, but I really can't. That's okay. You don't need to, because we don't need to hear that anymore. But it's, it's ridiculous, and I... Like, I'm mad at him, obviously. Everyone's mad at him. <laughs> Why would you not be mad at that guy? Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Everyone's mad at him. Um, but I, I couldn't stop at finding this humorous because he's been, like, sectioned off into, like, his own little corner of the internet where he just does his thoughts. It's like uh, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Love it. Well, I, I love that era of SNL. I recently, I, don't, I think I mentioned this in the podcast, but I recently showed uh, my wife the Toonses skits. Toonses, oh, with the, the cat. The, the cat, the driving, the driving cat. cat. Yeah, and yeah. she lost her mind about how great it was. Yeah, um, so I'm glad I was able to show her that. I remember that, and Mr. Bill, which was slightly before that. Yeah, and um, uh, Stuart Smalley. Yeah, was, of course. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I'll never forget the one where Michael Jordan was there. He's like, what, "What's your name, Michael?" Okay, Michael. <laughs> uh, and sometimes you don't think you're the best basketball player, do you? Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I the the Jack Handy poem that always stayed with me was "The crows were calling him," said Ka. <laughs> this is a really uh, weird episode now let's go to some uh, real tech stuff but what i love about this episode though is like it has a very stilted anti-apple um um sort of like uh, lean to it so i know this is killing you no what there's nothing wrong like I, I look just because i use something doesn't mean i have to love it yeah but you are you're triple a right you're angelo the apple apologist oh it's like so another wrestling another wrestling sort of uh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's another wrestling Trope. reference. A gimmick, as they would say. So the floor is yours, Angelo, for well, uh, your Apple uh, tech discussion. Well, no, it's just Apple Music. Um, now, uh, like, so I've always thought the, the, the idea behind Tidal and Amazon Music, Hi-Fi or whatever, is dumb, right? Like, most people can't hear this stuff. Most speakers will not really play it properly. And no one really cares in terms of... Oh, no, that's not wrong. That's wrong. Okay, no, one, no one can really hear hi-fi music, right, Brian? Like, at this point, it's kind of no. like a proven fact. Uh, at the point where our MP3s and AAC files are, they're so good that most people will not hear the difference between that and a WAV file or a CD. However, there are those that do insist that they can tell the difference between what cables plugged into their um, really expensive speakers. But you for most purposes, do we need hi-fi music? For most purposes, no. For non-professional ones, we do not. But um, it's been funny in that, like, I know that Apple for a long time has been ingested um, at HD waves. Is this from the vaccine? <laughs> yes. Uh, 5G-capable HD waves. Um, yeah. No, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, for when we record this podcast, right, I don't send you a, a, 
like a WAV file, I send you a, a, like a, a pretty high quality MP3 because then we downgrade it anyway to make it go on the internet so that people aren't downloading like a, a 500 meg file. So I, I, have, I have a bone to pick with a couple of podcasts I listen to, or actually one specifically, that they're like 200 plus meg episodes for less than an hour of mm. mostly talking. Yeah. So like unless it's music, like I notice, I, I can notice the difference between 64 and 96 and 128. So we, I, whenever I encode an episode of this show, I encode at 128. Because we should I, do 64 and just give like relive the real audio days of like like 2000 2001. Yeah, it's awful. 64 is really bad. And remember downloading stuff from uh, Napster and all that? How terrible it's on Kazaa, and you'd end up downloading like a virus, and then your computer would be shot. But yeah, 112 kbps. Yeah, and tor- a terrible metadata and all that. So Apple uses in Apple Music they use AAC, which is slightly better than MP3. And pretty much on par with what Spotify uses, right? They use like that weird sounding alien one or Gorbis yeah. or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Those sound great. And now the kicker is like people expecting to get this and putting on their AirPods Pro or, or their $700 AirPods Max. Guess what? Bluetooth doesn't carry hi-fi audio because it's too big. <laughs> well, I was about to say, it's going to take too much to transport from one There's too to much the bandwidth. Other, right? Exactly. So yeah. you have these amazing expensive headphones, but... And they sound great, right? You think, oh, lossless audio is going to sound even better. No, you can't play it. Uh, I can't play it on my uh, recently discontinued HomePods, even though they probably would be able to play it. But the interesting thing Apple announced today is Dolby Atmos music. Yes. So that, special. That most people will hear. That's for sure. And we'll hear it on our AirPods. I'll hear it on my HomePods. Not sure about HomePods mini, though. I mean, it depends how many HomePods you have, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, but even with one regular HomePod, uh, you can hear it. So now the, the question I have, though, is air, um, will this carry over AirPlay? And if I get it on an Apple TV and AirPlay that to a HomePod, will it be lossless? And will I care? Because I won't be able to tell the difference because my hearing is an old man's hearing. <laughs> yeah, you're losing the highs. Like this, this is what uh, actually made me find Rick Beato's website. Uh, website is <laughs> like Donald Trump's website. This is what actually made me find Rick Beato's YouTube channel. Is when we were looking at audio files and stuff, and he has a video called "Audio File" or "Audio Fooled," and he mm-hmm. had one of his uh, assistants who has perfect pitch, is a musician, and is is youngish. She's in her twenties. Listen to songs and try to discover if it's a regular mp3 or if it's lossless and it was like a wash in terms of what she found and what she did yeah and i mean that's pretty much par for the course right but spatial is super interesting i don't know if you've ever um um if you ever dove into the um uh, the world of like spatial audio or mixing for for uh, a movie for example right where it's like you're doing a 5.1 or 7.1 it's super interesting to do there i've noticed when i first changed to logic pro i i was there was this weird symbol next to some of the uh, loops. I was trying to figure out what the hell it was, and it, it was 7.1 or 5.1 audio. So I can't mix for that here because I don't have the setup, but that, it is really interesting. And uh, having, having that on the iPhone, like I, I, ne- for, I think my iPhone 8 didn't do it properly or something because it said it was supposed to work on the iPhone 8, but I never heard it. Then I finally mm-hmm. tried it again on an iPhone 12 with AirPods Pro, and I do hear the difference. 
do I like, does it make a huge difference? I know some people that find it makes a huge difference. For me, it doesn't, unfortunately. Let's just hope that people don't start mixing podcasts spatially. Like the same podcast that I mentioned is because they're in stereo too, I'm pretty sure, right? Don't need, you don't need stereo. No. Oh, please don't tell me they have one host in one ear and another host in the other. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, not that's an atrocity it, I, against podcasting. I'd say it's like, it's like a 70, 70% towards. Why do that? Like they think it's like, I don't know that you can, no, don't do that. Podcasts should be in mono. Yeah. We should both be stacked one on top of each other. Exactly. Like turtles in the sky. I'm, I'm sending you a mono MP3. This is the most fired up I've seen you about a, a topic like this. I'm very much enjoying this. Anytime we talk about this, I get a chance this, to talk about audio files, you get mad. It's great. Yeah. Well, there's a, I, I'm going to link in the show notes, but there's an article from 9 to 5 Mac saying, will you even be able to ha- tell a difference? So like the, and on top of it, the top end, they have a few tiers of lossless audio. And the top end, if you want to use it with your iPhone, you have to plug in a DAC, which is a digital audio converter. So like it's, you need an external one to be able to hear it. So I think this is if like, I think I'll be able to, to use it on my Mac, right? So like if I, if I play uh, Apple Music on my Mac with my near field monitors, maybe I'll be able to tell the difference between the standard and the lossless. What do you think, Brian? Probably not, eh? Probably not. I was going to say like, you're very, very hopeful of that. And I, I respect and, uh, Love the idea of how hopeful you are about this, but I don't think it's going to happen. You know what I think Apple's doing is I don't think they ever cared about doing this because they also realized that nobody would be able to tell the difference. And that's why none of their wireless stuff even supports the lossless one. But I think they're doing this just to screw with everybody else because now everybody's scrambling to lower their prices. That's true because they're offering uh, lossless it's just part of it. at yeah. no extra price, right? Yeah, so. it's, it's all just part of it. So um, I think... That was the best course of action. It's like, yeah, hey, get Apple Music. You think Tidal's really good? Too bad. Screw them. And I think they've lowered their prices already. Spotify already announced that they're changing their price. And Amazon do have the Hi-Fi Music. I think they call it Amazon Music HD or something like that. They've already lowered the price. I think what it is to me, too, is like you, uh, it's making news out of nothing, really, right? Because like, you see the idea of like listening to lossless audio and you, you're like, oh, this is included in my, you know, in my monthly price. This is great. But at the same time, like it's adding nothing to one's life, but yet it looks important and shiny and new. Yeah. And uh, I hope people do realize that if, if they say, oh, I'll listen to this on my commute, they're going to wonder why on their commute they downloaded three gigabytes of audio. <laughs> and because, that doesn't even want to come their way. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, you need 5G and a vaccine to get it, but. It's really, uh, there's a lot of, of data in there. So, Have you tried hot spotting yourself since your first vaccine? I have not tried. I've only, I've only been vaccinated for, um, today's Monday. I got yes. vaccinated on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So it has I'm not taken its in. full effect or changed my DNA yet. I'm three weeks in and I could definitely say without a doubt that when I'm in the car, I can definitely surf the internet without worry. Oh, that's great. So now is our podcast going to get pulled for like uh, fake Misinformation? News? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just so. like my tweet from a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, let us close things here and move on over to the paranormal side of things. How does that sound? I guess. No, I guess nobody wants to hear me go on and on about lossless audio and how it's useless. Well, do you have any more thoughts? Well, one last thing is that what do like people who have been paying for this specifically? Do you think they delude themselves into thinking that it sounds better to justify the extra five bucks a month they've paid that they could of course. have put towards of course. like a cup of coffee. There is a very small margin of people or a segment of people set up to properly listen to lossless audio. 
and they take part in this and it's great to the majority of the paying public who have this plan they they are fooled they are definitely fooled and the people who are set up to listen to lossless audio poo poo streaming music anyway and they just buy cds correct so i mean uh, yeah, uh, even, uh, no uh, even more so, they don't even buy CDs because CDs are of the devil and they get vinyls. <laughs> vinyls with an S, nice. Yeah. All right, Angel, I'm tired of this. Let's, let's go to the variable section. When I befriended a group of aliens just three years ago, I was lost. Do you believe in a cool group of down-to-earth aliens who love to hang out, have fun, and have great ideas about what kind of food you can eat? No, that's crazy. Welcome back to Double Density, and as always, we are switching gears from tech to the paranormal. So, of course, Angelo, um, uh, UFOs or UAPs, as you hate calling them, and I agree with you, are a hot-button topic here because recently um, a whole bunch of things has happened in the, the popular US, the UFO sphere, the UAP sphere, mm-hmm. uh, including a recently released video by your uh, favorite filmmaker, uh, Jeremy Corbell. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch this. Yeah, you sent it to me early last week. Yeah, I'm just making sure because you you can't read the notes. So I just no, no, sure I, I watched it, it and I said it was okay. the The problem is the source. Yes, well, there's there's two problems. So, firstly, um, this video, uh, which we'll link to in the show notes, was taken um, uh, from the USS Omaha uh, in July 2019, and it shows a craft apparently disappearing um, into the water. Yeah, you. It's hard to tell what we're looking at because they keep moving the screen. Um, you you do hear, I guess, people around freaking out about it. Um, so, uh, yeah. So the video uh, footage that was leaked, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Um, because uh, there were still images of it last year that were like unclassified. So this footage is now also unclassified. But um, uh, it's not a full-on screen grab. It's someone with a phone or a camera yeah. filming a screen. Yeah. Why? Like that's... If that was declassified, wouldn't it be the original video source? Exactly. And uh, why are they adding commentary to it? And also, like, some people are saying there's some dropped frames within the video. Um, I don't have enough video uh, experience in order to claim this, but I don't disbelieve it right now either, um, based on the fact that, like, they were shooting a screen. Um, it, it almost feels like we're listening to a React video. Yes. Oh, that, that's the vibe I got, too. It's like when somebody sends me a screenshot of an email that they're supposed to forward. <laughs> Which happens all the time for you, apparently. It is uh, an epidemic among uh, people younger than millennials. To not know how to forward an email? No, they, I get screenshots, Brian, of their like phone. Why? Like, and, and so like, they send me two screenshots because they had to scroll up for the whole email. I, uh, um, all that to say, though, like, um, very interesting video. Uh, once again, uh, it is a <sighs> declassified military video. Yeah, I... I'm, well, let's talk about the next item, and then I kind of want to circle back to this, okay. um, because I want to talk about something larger that ties both in. But last night on 60 Minutes, there was a piece about UAPs. Big uh, deal, 60 about, Minutes. I know. A piece about, uh, you know, ATIP. Uh, Louis Elizondo was on there. Um, they were discussing, of course, the, uh, uh, the 2017 revelation of the 2004 <laughs> Nimitz Tic Tac UFO. Um, they talked to Chris Mellon, who had leaked the, the Nimitz footage. Um, Interesting piece. Um, we'll link to it in the show notes too. So if you have a chance to watch it, please do. So a couple things. Firstly, I'm very happy of the fact that they, the word alien was not used once. No, because you're not like it's not necessarily aliens. There was one of the 
people interviewed who seemed actually more convinced that it's, and more worried, he seemed less worried that it's aliens and more worried that it's another country uh, sending these things into American airspace. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that was Ryan Graves, which he was one of the, the pilots. And something else that the whole thing of it being on 60 Minutes is, we know who Luis Elizondo is because we've been talking about him for years because of our interest in UFOs, but new people are finding out who this guy is. And so Jordan Mor- uh, Morris from Jordan Jesse Go, the podcast, uh, he-, he tweeted, uh, the guy in 60 Minutes who told us UFOs are real looks like he'd also corner you at a party and explain his complicated method for getting out of DUIs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does. I mean, he's, he's former military, right? Yeah. And uh, so based on what he said, before he got put on ATIP, he, he had no interest in UFOs. I find that really hard to believe. Yeah, I do too. Um, I think he's been a lifelong UFO dude. And <laughs> UFO, uh, upstanding UFO dude? Yeah. So, you know, I, I heard him on, on Zach's podcast too. And, you know, he seems genuinely interested in the topic. And he's somebody who wants to discover what these things are. But he also has a huge bias that he doesn't seem to realize he has. Do you, uh, uh, which the floor is yours. Cause I'm kind of interested to see where this one goes. Well, no, that that's, that's pretty much what it is, right? He, he, oh, the bias wa- of the believer. Capital yeah, B. exactly. Okay. He wants to, he wants to believe he's Fox Mulder. Cause I thought we were going to talk about, uh, to the stars and there's a financial well, of course in branding yourself as the guy with all the answers. That's where I was thinking you were going. Yes. This, and right? I agree with that. I, uh, I, um, that's another problem, obviously. He was working for a for-profit company that's trying to sell the idea of, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, UAPs being aliens. Yeah, I mean, and then like Tom DeLonge was like tweeting that he didn't get any credit or message uh, uh, or any screen time on, on 60 Minutes at all. And, and I think it's also a question of integrity at the, at, you know, when the mainstream media... Um, comes knocking on the ufo world's door and like takes a look at what's going on there and there's like these revelations and things like that um i'm glad they didn't blur the line between ufo and and alien the way that a lot of of um journalists would no because they approached it from the angle of what we approach it from and that's saying these are unidentified flying objects we want to identify what they are it doesn't mean that they're from outer space or from inner earth or from another dimension. The likely thing is that there's something flying around in American airspace that the Americans don't know what it is. Yeah, which is a huge problem. That's a gigantic problem, more so than aliens. Well, maybe <laughs> not more so than aliens. I mean, look at look what happens with Thanos. Wow. Okay, so we're going to go down that route. But I, I, I do agree with you that like national security and international security are, are huge um, um, issues at hand and so coming back to the Corbell video and like a lot of these are of course centered on the navy and the army and official branches of the like the government right like armed forces and things like that um um here is my thought and i want you to think about this right so um um is this the backdoor way of drumming up support for a larger military budget in the future oh because I keep trying to see the long game of like why the government's disclosing or allowing these disclosures to happen, right? And the thing is, I don't actually do believe that we're going to see disclosure this summer the way that we talked about last episode. Yeah. Um, but 
I'm keep trying to think like what does this benefit the United States government, right? And the only thing I could come up with is um uh coming up with a new threat, you know, not labeling it alien specifically, but labeling it unknown and then like pushing for a larger defense budget in order to support research efforts. That makes a lot of sense considering who is in charge now. Democrats usually not being so uh, hawkish keen on giving like money to the military you're gone again are you there okay brian what happened they're trying to silence us here angelo this is the second time uh in recording this episode that skype fails us well, not just Skype. So uh, we were mid-conversation a couple of moments ago, and um, uh, the lights flickered. Yeah, you keep freezing on me. Yeah, so I we were recording, we were talking, and um, the lights flickered, my screen shut off, and my router um, um, turned off. Though, oddly enough, not my modem. Your modem might have a battery backup. Right, but it was just ridiculous that I, I for a second, was like, all right, well, this is clearly um, par for the course here on episode 162. We're just We're being haunted by the government they've infected. My computer, they're going after all my credentials. Yeah, my, my modem is plugged into a UPS, but my router is not. So like it, it wouldn't really matter. I, I have it plugged into UPS more for um, like when I first had a, a modem without a UPS or a battery backup, sometimes if the power would flicker or whatever and not affect anything else, the internet would just need a reset. So Yeah, no, this is just super annoying and, and terrible. And I'm very angry about this. Luis Elizondo is not pleased with us talking about him and saying he's biased. Well, no, he, well, he's double biased, right? He's a believer and, and also has a financial stake in this. And that's the thing. And we can coming back to this, the, the, the field of ufology, um, the notion of, uh, uh, being able to make money or, you know, a simple grift, um, is very prevalent, um, amongst all of the figures here, right? Like we talked about Jimmy Corbell and, um, his stake in this, right? He makes movies. He brands himself as a guy who knows, uh, even though the, the Bob Lazar movie wasn't good at all no his films are not great now i i do want to talk about the uh, the pilots they talk to they yes. seem uh genuine not really seemingly having any stake in this um and what do you think convinced them to come forward and talk to 60 minutes though well because it, like like she said it's declassified now so she can talk nobody would be like why why would you want to talk about it because it's of interest to to everyone to that these fighter pilots have seen stuff flying in the sky that they're not quite sure what it is right for the public and good they're then. they're they're worried that uh you know it could be the chinese it could be the russians it could be the martians we don't know uh, the zeta the, the zeta reticulans i do like that order i think it's it's the most logical china then russia yeah then then, aliens. then martians yeah Martians, not so much. The dark side of the moon people, right? Well, you know, maybe that's an episode we should cover, but the, the secret astronaut corps up there? Yeah, with Obama, right? He ended up there. In <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm reading his book. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, no. Yeah, let me know uh, when you hit the promised land. The promised land is the dark side of the moon. Right, there you go. Uh, what else are you reading right now? Just that? I'm reading that. Yeah, just that. Okay. And a, and a, and a book about magic. Well, of course, magic. I yeah. I cut the anti-magic tech note. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not. Oh yeah, I I don't like that magician that you were that was in that. So I'm glad we cut that because I'm not yeah. a fan of his. 
so basically this guy who uh, all of the viral videos you've seen of like white women like making awful food like dumping nachos onto a counter and just making nachos on a kitchen counter and things like that um you know uh uh yeah or the <laughs> the ice cream from the toilet i don't know if you've seen that one no they're all works right brian they're using all wrestling to problems. use wrestling terminology that works um uh uh is is Louis Lozano like just performing a long work? What do you think? Oh, maybe. Yeah, he didn't give a shoot interview yesterday. It was a work. Yeah, it definitely was a work, I think. I you know <laughs> The more I think about it, the more I think that like my idea of like maybe this is a backdoor way of like beefing up a uh the defense department's budget doesn't isn't totally crazy because I really think that the idea is When you is think fantastic. about it, at the end of the day, the war on terror is kind of getting old. And so what other enemies do we have it's 20 the, years at old at this point this september will yeah. be 20 years yeah how are you celebrating <laughs> brian brian i'm not celebrating that i was glad because whatever answer you're going to give i was going to like by the way uh, uh you should never be celebrating that no um at least now this year there'll be a president uh in the in the office who's uh, just a boring old guy <laughs> so, Wear your mask, folks. Who, That's what he keeps whose saying. Whose Venmo is out there, right? I don't know if you saw the BuzzFeed article. Oh, yes. We talked about that. Venmo it was, and it got uh, taken down. Yeah, you had put that in the notes as well and cut it too. Um, I, I guess because my attention span is not strong enough for you. No, well, no. Also, like we try to keep this episode under an hour. Um, shifting gears to the last piece of the triad of you know pop culture, um, aliens, UFOs, um, yeah. all of that. Uh, Demi Lovato, uh, Peacock Plus, <laughs> brand new television series. Um where she is going to explore the concept of aliens. Yeah, we found out that, uh, I guess almost a year ago? Yeah, like a year, year and change. Like, she's into Stephen Greer and stuff. Yeah, which makes me wonder how this is going to go, right? So it's Demi Lovato, her sister Dallas, and then um, her skeptical best friend, um, investigate eyewitness encounters and talk about um, um, different uh, UFO bits of news and then visit hotspots and things like that. Yeah, and I like how skeptical is in uh, quote. Yeah, so once again, um, uh, branding yourself, trying to make, uh, you know, uh, your brand in ufology. Like, she's just following in Papa Greer's footsteps. Yeah, I hope we do get this series here in Canada because now with everything streaming everywhere, it's uh, kind of a mess where things shows up on. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out and where it's going to end up, but I thought it was kind of interesting um, that this is a thing that is going on uh, in the world. I don't know. I guess we'll be seeing it airing sometime either late this year or early next year, I'd imagine, right? I mean, Rob Lowe had a series like this. sort of With him and his sons, yeah, which was like yeah. filler. It was funny. Um, whereas I don't know if this is going to be taken more seriously. Probably not because like obviously you're going to hear the one shots and the, you know, the that weird reaction shot of like reality TV when someone makes an awkward joke. Yeah, and there'll also be this shot of, what, what's that in the sky? They see something, and then it'll cut to whatever the commercial is on that or just fade to black for a second and then come yeah. back. Uh, that whole thing now is uh, is kind of gone, right? Because everything's streaming, so you can't really have that whole uh, after-commercial thing that like the shows used to have. It's true. The act breaks aren't what they used to anymore, right, in streaming? And when I watch a TV show that had commercial breaks and I'm streaming it, it's uh, pretty distracting. Yeah, you can tell where the the and we'll also yeah. we come back with the same reaction shot, right, or the same shot as like what yeah, it's like, on. and my kids are really confused by that type of stuff. Do they not understand what television is? They've never really watched TV with commercial. Okay, so they're just living in this wonderful world where they can watch Demi Lovato discuss and discover um, alien civilizations uh, all at the same time. 
Maybe they'll have uh, Luis Elizondo on there. Look, as long as they don't call it UAPs. <laughs> yeah, as, as long as they keeps the classic UFO nomenclature, you're happy. It's so dumb. It's like they're trying to modernize it or legitimize it. But the same people using the terminology UIP still think it's alien. Yes. Um, and once again, I'm glad. Well, obviously, the Demi Lovato thing, notwithstanding, um, that, you know, uh, a lot more of the, the fringe aspects of ufology weren't necessarily brought up. Like we didn't talk about Skinwalker Ranch, uh, for example, during this whole um, 60 Minutes piece, right? Or things like no, that, this, right? Yeah, they didn't bring any up. And it was very... Um, down to earth, no pun intended. I'm sad they didn't cut to like uh, like a Raelian gathering or something. I wonder if they're gonna make a comeback now that the the restrictions may be lifted here soon. <laughs> yeah, up in Quebec, maybe. Yeah. I like the idea of that though. Yeah. So uh, we didn't have much COVID talk today, apart from the vaccine and how it helps our phone. Please hold on, downloading the uh, patch. Did your wife get vaccinated? No, this week she decided for convenience because we're also not doing anything with our lives, right? So we could go further out to get it or she decided to stick to the, the hospital next to our place. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's not like you have kids in school or work in a school, uh, which is the problem in my house. I have nothing to do with children. It's perfect. We've had multiple COVID tests in this house in the last few weeks. Uh, my son last week, negative, had a cold. Of course, he gave it to my poor wife who was very ill yesterday so of course she had to get tested because otherwise can't go to work brian test results in about 12 hours i was very impressed yeah you got your test results at like 2 a.m it's very confusing to me yeah that she's she, we woke up to her and she's like oh already we got the results the kids can go to school good efficiency the yeah the kids must have loved to hear that one well we didn't tell them yesterday that uh, like mommy probably can't go to work tomorrow right so uh but it's good she stayed home rested just a summer cold summer colds seem to be like worse than winter cold they you're are, already miserable in the winter. I haven't suffered one in a, in a couple of years, thank goodness, because I am not a child and I don't work with children, right? So I don't deal with those disease vectors. But uh, to have one of those is 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 tough. Ooh, you're boring me. Sorry. Am I, you are literally <laughs> yawning, and I think this is a great yeah. place to call episode 162 of Devil and Steve to a close. Angela, where can people find us? Can you at least do the heavy lifting on that one? Well, they're going to find me in my living room watching another episode of The Wrestlers, which is another show uh, I've started watching, recommended to me by Crave, also from Vice, but it's a little older than uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, but they could also find me on the Twitters at Angelo Furin at twitter.net.com. And uh, also Angelo Furin at Instagram, also not on Facebook. They can find Brian at uh, somewhere on Twitter. Just look up Brian. I like how Brian you led with there, yours right? and not the, the show's one. What's the show one? Oh Double God. dot net city at net? <laughs> Double <laughs> underscore density. At Twitter. On Twitter. Double okay. density podcast on Instagram and uh, oh, double density dot net uh, to find out all about our new episodes. Where you we should do a video videos. podcast so they can see the exasperation uh, on your face. Literally zero effort and you couldn't even <laughs> get it right. You know I do this for comedic. I know, I know, I know, I know. It just makes me laugh that your your mind is. But you you say that yet you just yawn. So this is a very confusing messaging here. I yawned because now you're gonna make me yawn again because you made me think of yawning. But I was reading uh, Yanni's autobiography. <laughs> Obama, that, Yanni, that you're just all the heavy hitters. Yeah. So uh, okay, so I guess that's it. You're you're. Are you editing this week? You're gonna be I am editing, editing this new week, software. So you better you watch got, out. Yeah. Uh, Pro Tools. Yeah, I, yeah, I got the I got the the industry standard. Dot. No, I'm using a Fruity Loops, aka FL Studio, to edit. No, I'm gonna use Logic for the first time, so I'm very excited to see how that goes. 
I can't wait to hear what you come up with. And uh, you know where, you, where to find me if you need any assistance with logic. It's I'm not gonna, like you work no, I, My hierarchy music. of that is like uh, uh, Google results, YouTube videos, Angelo. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, but I will let you know how it goes next episode, um, how editing this uh, went. Uh, and, let, and you'll hear it when you're hearing this. Exactly. Actually, you'll have, you'll have heard it by now. Exactly. So surprise. Also, to keep in everyone. mind, we had some weird technical difficulties tonight with Skype and Brian's modem. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been it for episode 162 of the Double Density Podcast. We, uh, I'm going to retake that. <laughs> <laughs> this has been it for episode 162 of the double density podcast it's been a weird one angelo and we apologize to our very 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 loving and interesting uh listening audience for uh, this uh weird affair and uh, tune in next time as we go in deeper and find out why exactly is bill murray investigating ufos angelo i'll see you then see you then uap